This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What have you been up to? Ah, oh, you know, it was great. I, I had all of time and space within my grasp. I could see it all. And then I remembered it was Wednesday and just as swiftly it was taken away from me. Oh, has this become a burden, Thomas? No, it Do we hasn't. Need to just make I just this lost the last track of time entirely. <laughs> and leave everyone sort of out to dry or... No, I just completely lost track of time. Right, fair enough. You did make a calendar, though, I believe. I, I'm in the process. I've been making a calendar for several months now. <laughs> Borders in HTML and trying to print them is not... It's not fun. What? What are you doing it in HTML for? Uh, because I thought it would be easier to get the style I was going for right. Right, fair And enough. it was, except for the borders. Except for the borders, right. Are they sovereign borders? No, no, they're, they're, they're not. They're not. Okay. Um, I, I watched more Marvel... I watched more Bond. Moonraker, Moonraker is... Wasn't that special? Yeah, I that's... actually joined Thomas to watch that special uh, sci-fi twisted, and I use that term specifically twisted. Because for uh, once I watched it at something resembling a reasonable that's time. That's right. Um, what a bad film that was. It was not good. It was terrible. Uh, as a film, it was bad. As a James Bond film, it was bad. So it was really bad. But we're not watching James Bond today. No. We're watching something else. We're watching something animated. What are we watching, Thomas? We are watching Ethel and Ernest. Good. I would suggest that if anyone had suggested this film in the uh, What's on the Shelf segment they would have got quite a hefty multiplier. But, alas, that opportunity is now uh, not within anyone's grasp. I, I, I note that after I read the title of the film, you, you paused for, for a moment as if <laughs> expecting me to say more than the title of the film. And this, this keeps happening. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what do you want me to say? Well, you know, how many episodes in are we? Oh. 70. 70-something. 70 70-something, 70 yes. Mind you, every single time I say, Thomas, would you please read <laughs> from the back of the case? And it would be presumptuous of you to just go ahead and read that without me asking you, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, so I guess that pause was... Uh, was relevant and necessary. 
Otherwise, uh, there would be no balance. Thomas, <laughs> would you be so kind as to read the plot synopsis from the back of the DVD, please? Starring Academy Award winner Jim Broadbent and Academy Award nominee Brenda Bleffen, and based on the award-winning book by acclaimed author and illustrator Raymond Briggs, this beautifully hand-drawn animated feature film tells the true story of the author's own parents, Ethel and Ernest, two ordinary Londoners living through a period of extraordinary events and immense social change. Heartwarming, humorous and bittersweet, Ethel and Ernest is a heartfelt and affectionate tribute to an ordinary couple and an extraordinary generation. As I alluded to uh, last week, uh, the author and illustrator Raymond Briggs is a childhood favourite of mine uh, due to his quirkiness of uh, stories and, and dark undertones. So, this is about his parents mm-hmm. and uh, based on a book that he wrote and illustrated. And it is, I noticed they, they stress the fact that it is hand-drawn animation. Mm. So it's, it's not computer animated. It is, I believe, in, very much in the style of Raymond Briggs' illustrations, which are quite distinctive. And so Thomas is going to open up the case, which is unwrapped for reasons um, that elude me. I could make up something, but I won't. He's going to take the disc out of the case. He's going to rattle it before he does so uh, for comedic effect. You can laugh now. Ha 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 ha. He's going to pop it into the machine. We are going to watch it and decide whether Ethel and Ernest stays on the shelf. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. You mongrel. So, what do you think? It was interesting. Um, I, I I found it as a titch slow for my tastes. Yep. But but it was watchable. And yeah. Good. Now, was its slowness due to the fact that a lot of the events were quite mundane events? Mm. Um. Yeah, I was thinking that too, in that it, it was slow. Um, and, and I was thinking, how on earth is this going to stretch out to an hour and a half? <laughs> and and so some of the segments uh, were very much um, just vignettes of, of the life of, of this couple. Um, and, you know, 90% of them were just mundane you know sitting at the kitchen table reading the paper but the the things that were in the paper were events that were going on around them but by the end of it Mm. um you'd become quite attached to um the family and elements that that were not like the house and the 
um, the cat and the maybe you were, didn't get quite so attached to the cat but <laughs> um, and I suspect it was more than one cat during this. Mm. the animation was and, and the, the just the visual aesthetic of it was just beautiful um, mm. and it, it's interesting that they pushed the uh, all hand drawn it was not all hand drawn <laughs> I, I don't believe I, I think there was certainly some uh, uh, CGI woven into that the 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 movement of vehicles and and moving around buildings and s- some aerial shots were, were certainly uh, CG, um, but it it blended very mm. very well. It, it it certainly if I hadn't had that read to me that you know hand drawn animation, um, I would have watched it quite comfortably and and not be distracted by having I, having read that i i think that claim is at its shakiest right at the very start in yeah. the opening shots yes and and then it's fine yep yep um but as i say i i've certainly seen shows where um the blending of traditional animation and computer animation hasn't worked well but this this was done well i thought but yes it, it was slow due to the the slice of life mundaneness you know the mm-hmm. um, the things that they would talk about over breakfast or in the garden i just sort of want to, want to pull a quote at uh, Raymond Briggs was giving an interview to the Radio Times in 2012 about The Snowman, another one of his works. <laughs> and he said, I don't have happy endings. I create what seems natural and inevitable. The snowman melts, my parents died, animals die, flowers die, everything does. There's nothing particularly gloomy about it it's a fact of life yeah and that was uh reflected very well in i don't want to spoil uh, the the, i don't know how keen anyone is is to watch this but there were callbacks to other sections Mm. of the film that you've completely forgotten about um and the, the the very very end scene was um very much a a good even though it wasn't bookends as such, but it was a great way to um, end something that had ended with an ending mm. uh, of life. Um, it was also reflecting on, on uh, the living as well and and how something had grown from uh, something so small. And I think that was very symbolic of, of Raymond's own growth mm. as well. I have no reason to to lose that off the shelf. Um, th- no. th- that's going to stay. As to showing it to the the rest of the clan, it will certainly be open for that too. It, it does tackle some interesting topics, and uh, again, very much in an offhand way. Um, I'm, I'm talking in riddles. <laughs> um, yes. Anything else you wish to add? No, no. Um, no. 
He does not. He has nothing else to add. Absolutely nothing else. Just sort of stalling momentarily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's stalling. But staying on the shelf, um, beautifully shot film and uh, well worth a look. Sorry, I'm going to throw throw a spanner in the works. Um, Brenda Bethan. Did she play Vera or does she play Vera? That is a I was good listening question. to the voice and I was like, I know that voice. And I was, I was vaguely, the, the name wasn't alien to me, but I couldn't put a name to a face or a voice. But I'm quite sure that it's Vera. Yes. Okay. Yes. She is the eponymous Vera. Yes. Love. That's right, love. Right, I was... <laughs> I could have looked that up myself, couldn't I? You could have, yeah. Yeah. You didn't. I didn't. No. No. You've gone and added another one, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, maybe. He might have done. I just don't want the podcast to end. So, let's move on. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now. Or at least some of them. We've got to work that out. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. There are 64 films in the stack. 64 to choose from. Thomas, would you be so kind? Oh. Sorry, you were going to... And I'm going to be selecting six. You're going to... Oh, not seven. Not seven. He's going to select six by rolling the randomising random randomometer. Powered by random.org's random integer set generator. Okay. So, first of all, M. Hi, M. Welcome back. Suggests... We missed you last week. Suggests City of Ember, which I have seen. Which I have seen too. And is on the shelf. It is on the shelf on DVD. Yep. And I think that's a fairly safe bet too, so Mm -hmm. no multiplier. I think we got the books before we got the film too. Yes. Yes. Lee. Hi, Lee. Suggests. Yes. Spaceballs, which scores... One point. It does. And we're going to be ambiguous as to where that one point comes from. It's from him. Okay, we're going to stay mildly... Am- no, that's not even mildly ambiguous, Thomas. That's explicit. It, it is somewhat. Yeah, yeah, point the big finger at me having watched Spaceballs. I'd like to at some point, but I haven't, and so you don't get any points from me. No, and it's not on the shelf. No. So, one point, Lee, and no multiplier. M. Hi, M again. Suggests Hocus Pocus, which scores one point for the same reasons. Yes. Thomas hasn't seen it. I have. It's not on the shelf. And, again, no multiplier. I I can't dispute this. No, you can't. I don't know of the film Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. Um, Right. It's got Bette Midler in it, playing a witch, and another person whose name eludes me at the moment. I could be making all of that up. Oh, we do like him, but... 
We do. I do need Uh to talk about... The elephant in the room. An elephant in the room. Okay, so what has come up out of the random integer set generator is two numbers Mm -hmm. that point to the same person suggesting the same film. How does that happen? How does that happen indeed? Well, what oh, happens is... Oh, it, 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 was this suggested by the same person? Oh, yes. With a large expanse of time in between? Oh, yes. And I didn't pick it up? No. And you didn't pick it up? Well, because I didn't look. And M didn't pick it up? M didn't pick it up either, Oh, no. dear. So, first of all, I'm going to delete that row, because... Okay. We might just edit this out, as if none of this ever happened. No, we've we've established that that repeated suggestion does require oh, oh, some ribbing. Oh, the the, uh, the what was it called? The the gauntlet of all all this is all this is somewhat moot. It is. Um, <laughs> M won't be receiving any points for either. Of these entries of the same film, no. because it's the 1993 Super Mario Bros, which I've not seen and he's not seen, and, and I don't even shelf. recall it coming up before. So it, it has come up before, or has it uh, not come up either time? It hasn't come up yet, but <laughs> right. but it is in the list, ah, and okay. it was selected by the random.org random integer set generator twice. Twice. Okay. In this. Okay. In this, uh, okay. So, M, um, you are going to get a minus ten multiplier for all the points that you'll get from selecting Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Bro. Thomas, have you seen Super Mario Brothers? No, I've not. Is it on the shelf? No. Okay, so it's not on Blu-ray either. So so far, there's a possibility. Of a minus ten by me having watched it, which I, I haven't. We, we've we've been over all of this already. Yes, I'm confused by this timeline. Um, okay, so there's some wibbly wobbly stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You, you've thrown me off here. Okay, so no points, M. No. Or Super Mario Brothers, and <laughs> no doubt everyone is going to protest here, but I don't care. As it says in the rules, we make up arbitrary rules as we go along anyway. Mm. It's in the rules. But that was a harsh multiplier. Okay, so are you going to roll an extra Um, one for the... I'm just going to use the same number because I'm really intrigued by by the result (laughs) of what the number now comes up Uh, with. Ah, okay then. Yes. Mm. Uh, But not yet. Okay, cool. First of all, uh, Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests Whale Rider, which doesn't score anything from me. Okay, so you haven't seen it. I haven't. I I know that the three, sorry, the four youngest have seen it. I I did go back in in time to see what I had posted as far as, so I know that they've seen it. I wasn't sure whether you had or not. I'm very disappointed you haven't. Um, I have seen it, and I actually went to the pictures to see it with my wife, while um, my parents babysat, in fact. They said, go and see this film. It's meant to be good, and it was. 
So I have certainly seen it, and it is on the shelf. So mm-hmm. on DVD. So that is a total of two two points, and no multiplier. Okay. So here we are at that line that intrigues me. Yes, yes. So we 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 took out mm-hmm. the additional Super Mario yes, Bros. Yes, entry, we did. And that moves everything below it up a row. Okay, yes. And what that has done is put in row 62... Ah, Lee... Lee... Has suggested... Robot jocks. Robot jocks. I cannot believe that from all the films that Lee could have suggested, he knows my weakness for Mecha. I'm, I'm just absolutely stunned that... He selected a film that very few people know about. So this is a major multiplier here. Right. Okay. Um, That I have had a deep love for for many, many years. I have made all of our kids watch it. So Thomas has definitely seen it on numerous occasions. Um, In fact, the first time he watched it, it was from my VHS copy when he was just an absolute little tacker before we even had a DVD player. So Thomas has definitely, definitely seen it. So that's one point from me, one point from Thomas. Um, Of course we've got it on Blu-ray as soon as it came. So I've still got the VHS copy. I've still got the DVD copy. And I got it on Blu-ray. And I have written numerous letters to the distributor to put it out on 4K, even though we do not have a 4K uh, television just so that I can complete the set. So that's four points and a multiplier of five, I think. Um, Because who else has heard of robot jocks? I am just stunned that Lee um, had any idea that anyone else has seen this film. It was in production hell um, for, for two years. The film company that was making it went bust halfway through. And it was fortunately picked up by someone else. Um, the the director and the writer clashed terribly. Um, and, and you do get a feel of that while you're watching it because one was wanting it to be a serious sci-fi film and the other was wanting it to be quite funny and, and fun and sort of Power Rangers type style. <laughs> so, uh, Thomas, are you right over there? <laughs> Um, oh, sorry. Oh, so what did uh, I say? Five multiplied by four. That makes 20 points for Lee. Oh, sorry. I was just getting really, really bored of you talking out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, what are, you, what are you saying? Have have you... Do you not remember the numerous times? When, when, when a line... <laughs> Ro- when a robot, line... robot jocks day... When a line in the spreadsheet says, let's run with this, in, in all caps with an exclamation mark, I, uh, I, what it really means is, I'll run with this. <laughs> and I, noted straight person. <laughs> oh, Lee, Lee, we, we know your uh, ploy to throw the game. Um, so... What what should what should go in this blank space where we usually put what point should rightfully be earned? What, so, 
So you've seen it though, haven't you? I've not. No. What? Huh. So, so you've not seen the copy that's on the shelf. Hold on. Let let me check the database. I'm I'm checking the database now. Obviously, <laughs> you've you've said that if it is there, it's it's not. It's not still under wraps, is it? Oh. What? Yeah, it's 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 not in the database oh, either. Oh, that's that's because the barcode wasn't recognised. All right, it's not on the shelf. Mm. Okay. Have Have you seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> huh? No, I haven't. You know, I was. I haven't. I suspected I, I, that. I, I'm so mm. annoyed that I haven't. Mind you, the story that I just told about its production hell and and the conflicts between the director and the uh, and the writer. Um, all of that was true. But the rest... But the rest is... Bling! A lie. <laughs> An utter fabrication. Uh, yes. So, uh, no points. Deliberately uh, selected for no points. You you got what you asked for, Lee. You got your no points. We, we know your game. But we had you... We had you there for a while, didn't we, Thomas? Good. I spent much of of Colin's rambling, rambling speech just just occasionally opening my mouth and then closing it again because obviously I wasn't going to get a word in edgeways. No, no. But how? However, uh, the look on Thomas's face had it was that look of maybe I have seen it. Maybe, no. Maybe I just... Maybe it's just been wiped from my mind. Colin was so convincing with his rambling... He, he wasn't. That, that, oh, not, okay. not, not even slightly. Okay. Um, okay. Take, take your zero points, Lee. You just take them. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where are we now? We're at the end of the segment. Hey, shall, shall we move on then? Yeah, let's. But thanks, everyone, for submitting and contributing uh, to this this really exciting bit of fluff that was never meant to last an episode. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> and has since lasted all of them. All, 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 every episode. Except for the first three. Yes. I think it was three. Or however many. Yes, it was, it was fairly early on in the game, but the first couple of episodes certainly didn't have this this exciting segment. Right, on to the next one. Yes. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. Okay, so last week I said that there were ten episodes mm-hmm. left. Yep. In the series. That's right. And this week, there are ten episodes left in the series. How does still. that work, Thomas? <laughs> I'd like we you We watched to... a film yeah, today. Yes, we did watch a film, <laughs> and we've taken us off the list. <laughs> and miraculously... Huh? Yeah? The list has become longer. And it will keep getting longer. As I see the end in sight, and think, we can't finish, Thomas. We can't. We can and we will. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do have ten films, yes. Um, 
something arrived in the mail uh, today <laughs> and it's gone straight onto the mm-hmm. list. Um, but it is relevant and I, I will not point out its relevance until it pops up. It hasn't popped up. It hasn't popped up. Wow. So you'll all be on tenderhooks uh, waiting for that uh, big reveal, which isn't happening today. However, what is going to happen today is the big reveal of what we're watching next week, which is... In the previous segment. So here we are in the previous segment. (laughs) Welcome back to What's on the Shelf. Ah, We move to row 56. Row 56. We have a red marker. We do have a red marker. Wow. It's currently the only red marker left. Just to remind it, dear listener, a red marker means a film that has been suggested by one of our dear listeners that is on the shelf but hasn't been watched. It's still under wraps. It means it gets points. Lots and lots of points. And there is indeed one still on that list. And that's going to be revealed. When? Well, Under Wraps is a bit of a misnomer. This this one is very much not Under Wraps. It has been opened and played several times. Has it? Yes. Oh, but not by me. But not by you. Okay. And I was very confused. I was gobsmacked <laughs> when I heard that you had not watched... The Disney classic, Mulan. Mulan. No, I have not. I have not watched Mulan, which was suggested by... M. Hi, M. Congratulations. Uh, I've seen it, and it's on the shelf. So that's two points there. It's not on Blu-ray. No, it's on DVD. It is on DVD, but that's... Two points plus four bonus. That's six points. Well done, M. That's an incredible amount. Part of me feels like I deliberately, all those years ago when I bought the DVD, to throw at the kids and say, here, watch this, and me not watch it, was for this very moment. So, (laughs) uh, no, I have not seen it. And in fact, there are other Disney films... Um, animated films of around the same period um, that I also haven't seen but may or may not be on the shelf so you can take a risk here (laughs) if they are on the shelf and you haven't seen them they are not currently in the still under wraps list no no they, they are not so <laughs> it would be a wasted uh, effort, wouldn't it? Yes. Okay. Well, if it comes up, you'll mark it red and then it'll be on the list again, won't it? And the season will continue to, <laughs> to stretch onwards stretch to infinity. onwards to infinity. Yes. Okay, so we are going to watch Mulan, the animated Disney, in quotes, classic, because I put them in quotes because I do not know whether it is a classic or not. It says on the back of the case it's a classic. Oh, it must be a classic then. 
after all, um, you know, Disney knows. <laughs> Their 36th animated classic. Fair enough. Can you please, Thomas, tell us about Mulan for those dear listeners who are completely and blissfully unaware of its existence and plot? Wow, okay. Last sentence, straight up spoiling the climax of the film. Oh. Not going to read the last sentence. Good, I don't want a spoiler. Mm. Based on an ancient Chinese poem, the legend of Mulan beautifully unfolds in Disney's 36th animated classic. I I told you. It must be true. (laughs) It must be. If it's on the back of the case, it must be true. Because we've definitely never heard any lies on the back of any of the films. No. No. I'll continue. Thank you. Full of daring adventure, hilarious characters, and inspiring music, you must be inspired. You must be inspired by the music. I must be inspired by the music. Which I believe they don't use in the live action. They borrow themes, but... None but, of the but none of the things, right? It so, has it has other problems. I've not seen it, but it has it has other problems. Yeah. But that's a matter for another time. It is probably what December. I think it's December, December that they yeah. it, they let slip that it was going to uh, go onto the normal Disney Plus. Thirty five dollar rental. Yep. I'll continue. Okay. This feature celebrates honour, courage, and a young girl's quest to be true to her own heart. Beautiful and clever Mulan proves her worth outside of her tradition-bound society when, disguised as Ping, she bravely takes her father's place in the Imperial Army. Helped by her outrageously funny guardian dragon Mushu and a lucky (laughs) cricket named Cricky... Does it say outrageously funny? Yes, outrageously funny. Well, it must be then. (laughs) Mm. Mulan strives to earn the respect of her fellow warriors and their handsome captain, Shang. And then there's a sentence that goes on for about as long as this one, which spoils the end of the film. Right. I thought it was spoiler enough that Jiminy Cricket was in it. No, different, different Cricket. Oh. It's his cousin. Anyway, we uh, we hope that you can join us next week, unless Thomas has uh, anything to stretch out this episode just a little bit longer. Mushu is voiced by Eddie Murphy. Oh, goody. Good. Good. Um, thanks for that. I'm looking forward to it, and with absolutely no sarcasm in my voice, it... Um, I I am looking forward to it. So that's what we're going to be watching next week. Please join us. And uh, until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. 
You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a Hi Hello production. This episode of Still Under Wraps is brought to you by Squarespace and NordVPN and Paramount Plus. It's, it's, it's a dumb name. Why? It worked with Disney. Does, does Paramount have, have that much brand recognition? Really? <laughs> Truly? Now all we need to do is wait for... Who's left to have a streaming service? Done. Metro Golden Mayor. <laughs> MGM Plus. Universal Plus. <sighs> DreamWorks Plus. No, not no, the animation. Not the animation, but the, the live action. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> are we going to start? I don't know. I don't know either. This tangent is your fault. <laughs> and is brought to you by Squarespace. And NordVPN. And Paramount Plus. And Skillshare. And Brilliant.org.